Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM, or anywhere on the Odyssey app. 38 degrees here. It says mostly cloudy. I'll take its word for it at 411 here at WILK on this Tuesday, February 13th, 2024. Like every Tuesday, we talk to Tommy. Tuesdays with Tommy Marquez. He's our Navy veteran who was a senior staffer in Congress for many years, served our country, and now he helps our veterans get the benefits that they've earned and the perks that are out there for them. Tommy, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, Rob. So what do we got on the, on, uh, on the agenda for today? Well, what I want to talk about is I'm constantly looking at benefits and informing individuals. But I still want improvement with a lot of benefits. There's a lot of benefits that I talk to veterans on my social media page or on your show. They reach out to me or we're just in talking with veterans out in town. They say, hey, like these are problems. And so what I try to do uh, is, you know, give my recommendations on improvements to those benefits. So if it's all right with you, I like to give my top five benefits that need to be improved. And then I want to tell everybody how we can work to improve them and make this happen. Well, you're the expert, so I'm always it's always all right with me. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. All right, so number five, I'm gonna say chapter 35. This is a little known benefit uh, called uh, Survivors and Dependents Education Assistance, commonly referred to as DEA in VA circles. And it essentially gives surviving spouses and surviving dependents education benefits. Also, it gives veterans who are 100% service-connected, disabled, total and permanent, it gives their dependents and spouses, so they don't have to die, they, they can still be alive, the veteran that is, and the dependents and the surviving spouses can get education benefits, and there's not a time limit. Now, where this comes in really handy is if the veteran wants to use their VA GI bill for themselves to improve the quality of their life and then still have a benefit program available to help pay for their children's or spouse's college. Now, the problem with this program is it is just outdated. It's a really, really old program, and they essentially give the same benefits of the old Montgomery GI Bill that's been gone away for almost 20 years now. And what they need to do on this program is they need to start providing a tuition payment and a book payment for the dependents and the spouses who receive this benefit. Another thing that they need to do for this program is they need to update their outreach program because it's almost non-existent. And I can tell you that I've met literally hundreds of veterans who were eligible, or their dependents were eligible, I should say rather, and they didn't even know about this. And so they're missing out on opportunities and getting in debt by sending their kids or their spouse to college when this could be paid for for them. So uh, that's Chapter 35, Dependency Education Assistance. Chap, uh, number four is CHAMP VA. The first thing about this program that needs to go away is the horrible acronym. It literally stands for Civilian Health and Medical Program of the Department of Veterans Affairs, CHAMP VA. Boy, you got to give it to the government. They love to make things into acronyms. It's completely unnecessary. It's just healthcare for veterans, uh, dependents, and spouses who are 100% service disabled connected. This is another program that has not received any updates in literally 20 years. So it's underfunded, undermanned. Their website is literally older than some of my children. And the process in which this works is essentially a veteran's dependent, who's 100% total and permanent, the dependent and their spouse could go out in town and they have health insurance. 
And they could go to anything that uses uh, TRICARE, any medical facilities that use uh, Medicare. The problem is they pay for it up front in most cases, and then they submit a form and they get reimbursed. You literally, in some cases, have to fax over forms or send it through snail mail. This is ridiculous. Congress needs to refund this program so that they can create an app, make it simple, like everybody else's healthcare insurance. Here in Texas, I use Blue Cross Blue Shield. In California, I had Kaiser. In both of those apps, uh, in, in those two different states, I was able to submit reimbursement forms, find out who was in my uh, network of providers so I could easily find a doctor. None of that exists. They literally give you a book, and let's be honest, by the time the book is printed, the information of network of providers is already out of date. They just need to make an app for this so you can submit reimbursement forms, find out who's in your network, and reimburse people quickly, or just make it where they pay it directly like every other insurance. You give them a card, and it's done, and then if there's a difference, you have to pay that. Number three is VRNE. This is Veterans Readiness and Employment. This is a really good program that allows veterans who have a service-connected disability to go out and get additional education benefits. This is real simple. This program, the process in which you're approved is completely arbitrary on a one-on-one -on -one consultation you have with a counselor. So you can have a counselor who has a bad day and it takes you a year before you get to reapply and get an interview again. That's ridiculous. They need to streamline the uh, process for applicants who are eligible and make it universal. It shouldn't depend on the mood of the uh, person who interviews you that day. Additionally, they also tell people all the time that if you want a master's degree, that they don't provide that as a resource. That's completely false. I've helped dozens of veterans apply for a master's degree program and successfully be approved on the VRE program. There is no actual rule that says that they can't get a master's degree. And then one last thing, they don't emphasize any of the technical programs that are out there. So carpenters union, elevators union, law enforcement academies, all these things that they could be reaching out to veterans and telling them, if you have a service-connected disability, we can pay for even more things in your education with those skilled trade labor uh, jobs because a lot of veterans just don't want to go to college. And that's okay. It's not for everyone. All right, number two is kind of a tricky one. It's property tax exemptions. Um, I'll tell you really quickly that this is not a VA program. This varies from state to state. So in the state of Pennsylvania, for instance, if a veteran is 100% service-connected disabled and it's total and permanent, in many cases, if they meet the criteria, they waive their property taxes on their home. And this is only for one home, and they have to live in that domicile. Now, that's great in Pennsylvania. Uh, a lot of other states don't do this at all, though. They give a reduction. It's maybe a couple hundred dollars or $1,000 like in California. But there is some individuals in Pennsylvania who are looking to expand this program and essentially making it percentage for percentage. So if you have a 10% service-connected disability, 10% of your property taxes get reduced. If it's 30, you get 30% reproduced, 50, 50%. And if it's 70, 70%, and obviously 100, 100% is waived, which already exists. But it's all different in every different state. They need to make this universal. The states, come on, if somebody's 100% service-connected disabled, or if they have a purple heart, or they've lost a limb, Let's waive their property taxes. Come on, this is simple. And the last one is the VA tort process. Most people don't even know about this. This is when VA healthcare facilities and a VA doctor 
do something wrong to a veteran while they're getting treatment or a surgery or care at a VA medical facility. And it's essentially the way you could kind of, quote, unquote, sue the VA for malpractice. The problem is most veterans don't even know this exists. There's almost no information on this whatsoever. You literally have to look up coded federal regulation or this very obscure site on the VA's Office of uh, Inspector General that explains what the process is. Also, there's no communication. You mail in the form to the VA. They don't respond to you for a year later. And in that time frame, they tell you, okay, we're going to accept your case or we're not going to accept your case. That's ridiculous. There's no guarantee that they've even received any of your information. What they need to do is, again, they need to have an online portal where you could submit your claim against the VA for malpractice. And on that, they should be able to verify that your claim has been uh, received. That's a simple, simple thing. We do this for like everything else. It could be done very simply. But the VA, I think on this scenario, they do this on purpose so that veterans lie in limbo and give up and don't sue the VA for malpractice. And I know some people are gonna say, well, hey, you know, it'll be too litigious. They'll sue for everything. I understand that and I get it. But let's be honest, we've seen horror cases come out of the VA and I've actually seen where veterans should have definitely have received some money, but because of this hard process, they were ineligible to receive funds. It's one thing to get denied if you look to an arbitrator and they say, hey, your injuries weren't all that bad or whatever it may be, or you're just being litigious. But it's another thing for a veteran to lose out on this process simply because the process is too hard for them to navigate through. That is a tragedy and it should be changed. Now, real quick, I'll just tell you, we got to just do more than me posting videos on this and putting it on my social media page and talking to veterans. What we need to do is everyone should be contacting their senators. Everyone should be contacting their member of Congress if they care about these things for veterans. And veterans themselves need to be contacting their Congress, uh, their member of Congress and their senators and telling them, here is a list of things that need to be improved at the VA. And I want to know what you're doing to make these things happen. If enough veterans do that, that's how we affect change, by reaching out to our legislators, whether you like them or not, and holding them accountable and telling them not just your complaints, but the solutions and the needs, and ask them point blank, what are you going to do to help get this done? That's what I'd like to see done, and I, I'm happy to, to tell you that I'm, I'm premiering this video tonight on my social media, but I'm first announcing this here. And I'm doing that on your show, Rob, because I actually get so much communication every time I do your show. Uh, and I'm always getting uh, reached out on my emails, phone, my social media. Everyone comes to me and says, hey, I heard you on Rob's show, and I wanted to ask you some more questions. So I find your show as being a really effective way of getting these messages out. So that's why I wanted to premiere it here. And as we're speaking, I'm getting text messages now. I'm 100%. I'm 100% with a purple heart. Can this individual direct me how to get my taxes exempt? Does he have a website? Can I message him on? Uh, I do well, but a lot of uh, a lot of it is overtime forced, and there's a dollar amount that's exempt you. Absolutely. So the easiest thing to get a hold of me is to go on any of the social media pages. So it's Facebook, Instagram. TikTok, I'm, that's my biggest uh, resource. LinkedIn, my handle's the same on each of them, at Tommy Marquez Consulting. Rob always puts links out to these things as well. Uh, this video will premiere tonight with some of this information, but I'll tell you what, 
I'm going to do a video this coming up week specific to how you could do it in Pennsylvania. I have done this uh, for California and for Texas. So I will do one video on all the rules for Pennsylvania for getting the tax exemption. And I'll do another video on the forms and all the information necessary to walk you through that process. And this is all for free. And that's all I do on my social media. I just put out information to help veterans and their families and their dependents uh, to get discounts, deals, resources, facts, and information out there so that they can better improve the quality of their lives and their families. And I also just sent that text to the official Pennsylvania government website for the Department of Military wow. and Veterans Affairs for real estate tax exemptions. So I forwarded you that uh, listener as well. So you have that direct link there. Uh, awesome. Tommy, I'll also send you this link so you have the direct Pennsylvania link so you don't have to go searching I, for I it. I just Googled I, it, and I got it up here. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna, I'll do a video on it. Yeah. There you go. All right, Tommy, I appreciate all the information today. It looks like we're already helping people. All right. Thanks, Rob. Thank you, my friend.